0: You are listening to Lightning Strikes Thrice, a JRPG Games Club podcast. This is season 5, episode 8, covering the opening of disc 2 of Shadow Hearts Covenant.
1: I am your host, Chris Taylor, and with me is. Matt Marcus. It's Fletcher! I'm assuming I I I speak up at this point. This is Gwen Static. What's up? (laughs) Welcome! How are you doing, Gwen? I'm okay. How are you? amused <laughs> this is gonna be fun yeah you this... guys like this game <laughs> i love this game. Uh, to be
2: sometimes honest. and then sometimes i don't
0: <laughs> sometimes yeah i'm the one who i think has the most fond feelings on it and i've had to go through it three times in a row now so here we are i like oh, it wow. i just don't like the experience of playing it for this podcast because of uh pacing reasons Mm, mm-hmm, hey, mm-hmm. at but, least this time i got your goldilocks proportions right you did it yeah you this did it. this one worked out this was four yeah. hours and it'll be in an hour and a half podcast instead of being 13 hours in a four-hour podcast <laughs> it's only on brand for the network
1: so how That's do you explain to the listeners what's happening
2: well um first we got to explain uh situations with the weimar republic and why all of a sudden releasing a whole lot of malice into the world is going to lead to hitler eventually <laughs>
0: Well, I was going to say, why don't we ask Gwen how she's felt about catching up with the game so far?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to go right to it, sure. Yeah, why
0: not? <laughs>
1: uh, I don't like it. I don't like a single thing about this. I remember playing Shadow Hearts. Uh, prob- What's the one after this? New World? From the New World. New World. From the Pretty New sure World. it's that one. Um, back when the PS2 era was extant and we all lived in the magical blockbuster realm. Uh, I I played a few hours of it. I definitely got stuck at a boss or something and gave up. And that basically happened on this, but a lot sooner because I hate engaging with every single system that this game presents. So where did you get, just so I know, context? Okay, so there's the tutorial area. Mm -hmm. And there's a tutorial boss. Mm -hmm. And then you get Uh to a little village right after that. Yes. I died on an enemy and I hadn't saved. Good no. reason, <laughs> and then I didn't want to do that again. I had every intention of trying one more time. I did I swear to God, but it was a chore
0: Mom, I mean I like I entirely get that <laughs> yeah, and if are too you long. didn't have
2: like two months of of lead up to it <laughs> like to to play through it, yeah, it's a lot to get through to get to where we are now we're we're like I think we're about like. 25 somewhere between 25 to 30 hours in depending on your yeah i, I passed 30 yeah. this session my playbox yeah, is yeah, exactly. 60
0: but because i'm using the turbo mode and you run into corners for a while and time is going extremely
1: fast while it's happening <laughs> right so for personal reference for the listeners um i used to be the host of a show called mega 10 marathon <laughs> that's a bad and idea. you can hear my journey of Uh, slowly falling out of love with JRPGs on that show, uh, culminating in Persona 5, where I really haven't played one since then. And, um, all of my criticisms still stand. All of them. And this one adds an extra layer of being kind of a shitty rhythm game on top of that. So can I tell you a thing that is going to make you so happy you quit out where
0: you did? Yes! Literally every character has their own set of side quests and progression for their development. Fantastic. These include finding invisible items, mm-hmm. uh-huh. wrestling an incredibly gay Arabian to learn new moves. Mm. I don't do any of these. Kind of
1: cool, but go it, on. Is,
0: it is very cool actually. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm not saying they're all bad. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh huh. Returning to every dungeon you complete to go fight a wolf one on one.
1: I mean, it's not
0: every dungeon, right? Like, because I think it's like ninety percent. My dude, tell me about this wolf. So, <laughs> Is this like a spirit, it's a good one? wolf. You have a wolf named Blanca in your party. Uh, the wolf house a... in the the wolf house in the village were diegetic.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and the creepy wolf otaku sees your wolf early on in the game and goes. You've got to get into the wolf battles. I won't let you escape them. (laughs) And he gives you a stamp card, which contains 12 spaces for paw prints. And every time you defeat another wolf in the world, it fills out one of the paw prints. But all of these wolves, with rare exceptions to some who are in your path, story critical, require you to revisit a dungeon you've just cleared and go mm, a decent ways in to go fight a one-on-one gimmick battle (sighs) uh, today's was not bad because there are no enemies in the dungeon and the doors are open yeah that helps (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, these wolves start getting weird because after a while it's not just wolf on wolf it's wolf on alien wolf who came from space with one of santa's elves or wolf on (laughs) wooden carved wolf (laughs) Uh
2: uh-huh yeah yeah like it's it's if you like wolf content, uh, we could probably find a video of like them cut together. I only, uh, like, yeah. I wolf content place.
1: is what I crave. I pretty much only play Okami and mm-hmm. the wolf sections of Shadow Hearts Covenant. You're
0: still playing Okami right now.
1: Uh, fun fact: there is an entire stealth
0: section as the wolf.
2: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That that part is actually pretty funny. Like, it sucks to play, but it's f- funny to watch. Um, yeah. Let's 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 get into this.
0: So, all right. React as you like as you hear this. This should you be can't, fun. You can't call it the bacon mobile fletch. I can and will. It is what it is. Fuck, I, I hate mean, that.
2: <laughs> anyway, so if you don't remember, uh we we beat Astaroth and Malice got left uh released out into the world, and now it's three months later, uh in May of 1915, and the war uh, has gotten even trenchier, and uh, they're using mustard gas now, and that's that's real nasty. And it's definitely because of uh, the malice getting released. So everybody hops on the bacon mobile, and uh, they go to fly to Japan to pick up Nikolai because uh, Kato took Nikolai and said, "Hey, uh, this guy's useful to Japan. I can't let you hurt him because we want we basically want a uh, him to be a, a puppet servant of Japan and and run Russia." Uh except uh there's one wrinkle, which is uh Anastasia was controlling the ship at one point and crashes it. So because we she are wanted to see bears. <laughs> because she saw some cute bears. Uh which I mean priorities, that makes sense. Women but...
0: drivers, am I right?
2: <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh. <laughs> But yeah, so we we open up and uh we are squatting in a warehouse in Japan, and we are stranded in Japan for now, so we can't go back to Europe, which is something we may have mentioned last time. Uh, we're not
0: going to be yeah. able to get to return from Japan at the end of this episode. This segment lasts so long
2: <laughs> it's It's a good stretch, but at, at this time, uh Yuri is a uh, comatose, and I think it's implied that he's seasick. Like he's definitely like Yeah, there's this bit where she says Ill. who's
0: ever who's it ever been in danger of dying in seasickness? And then the game draws a giant fat arrow pointing at Yuri, like face down on the ground. Yeah.
2: No, it definitely they, they definitely post an arrow like it's like Utina or something, like pointing at the wall or <laughs> something <laughs> on the wall. So Roger is off fixing uh the ship alone in the woods, uh, so that we don't have to listen to him talk anymore, which is good. And uh we're in control of Blanca we get and you can talk to everybody around there's also i think there's like a a dandy kimono in one of the chests here which you want to immediately put on oh, if you grab bloody. that which
0: put it on the wolf um,
2: but which for one thing uh, a wolf in a kimono very cute i'm kind of disappointed i you don't see it in the game um but once we uh once we step outside uh we run into our final party
0: member so here is our eight And final gent, Karando the Swordsman. Sorry, you had something to say? No, I just said he rules. Yeah. Uh, He's so strong. He's basically like, if uh, Karen and Yuri had a baby, it would be Karando. I have replaced Yolokim with Karando. That's exactly what I did. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Uh So we start running around as him. He currently doesn't have any skills, but... Uh, wow, eventually, wow, wow. Way to downplay his years of studying with the blade. He doesn't. Uh-huh. He has no selectable skill in battle. Okay. He has attack and item. Technically correct. Yeah, he <laughs> can't use magic, much like Yuri. Uh, eventually, mm-hmm. we get to the end of this segment, and he rescues an old man and a girl he refers to as Master and Princess. The game is going to hide their identities for a while. Mm-hmm. Weird note at this point, In cutscenes, Blanca will start to have actual dialogue, but only if you have subtitles on, because the audio is simply grunts and howls. It's been that way the whole time. Yeah. No, it hasn't been that way in audio cutscenes. Oh, well, it's... Yeah, you're right.
2: Like, in in voiced cutscenes, they will give Blanca some voice. But yeah, like, pretty much any other, like, in-engine cutscene, it's been, like... you see gruff, gruff, and then you see the parentheses.
0: Yeah, you've been able to read things in text boxes, but yeah. this is the first time they've explicitly left something out if you're not reading subs. So, yeah, I, I, I always have the subs on, because, you know.
1: Gwen has an, has to interject with a um, this is seriously what the game is question.
3: Yeah.
2: Princess
1: yeah. Anastasia Romanov. Uh-huh. Yes.
3: Oh, the oh yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> not the fictional sorry the literal russian princess who went missing during the Re- russian revolution
0: dog we killed rasputin who fused with a demon and bombed the shit out of the russian palace inciting mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. revolution that kills the romanovs
1: they're not to fucking uh jump the gun here but hitler's about uh-huh. to come to play right not in this game not in this, this is game all world now. war one oh, wait is okay. hitler in the
0: next one um, no, well, no, hey, the remember, next one's... Remember when I said the malice <laughs> might have implied that we started World War II? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! The, the, the vault in Catholicism? Yeah, I thought you, we already covered that. Yeah, I wasn't joking. <laughs> I'm a dumb guy. I did not take that as literal.
1: <laughs> so wait, that's the next game. You're saying that's Into the into the Brave New World or whatever. There's, a, it, there's or a little bit of new talk world, about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, there's a little bit of talk about Hitler. Okay, okay. I just Hell wanted yeah. to make gonna... sure I got the timeline right, because I was pretty sure this was like 1919.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you you weren't here last time when we climbed to the top of a tower. The Catholic Church ran where mm-hmm. golden doors sealed all the evil in the world away, and right. we all the Catholic guilt. opened it. Right, right, right.
1: You know, yeah. Assassin's Creed came out like ten years ago, and we all thought that was weird. But
0: I know, right. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Anyhow, uh, so the
0: the royals run off, and Blanca picks up a comb they dropped. So we cut back to the party. Everyone mm-hmm. has regenerated at this point yuri's up and walking blanca came back with a comb last night and left again uh, fun note we grabbed nikolai's sword from the end of the last disc and karen can now use it he's unholied the holy relic with his blood and it was sir galahad's sword that guy literally stole everything possible from the catholic church and it kind of owns Uh Uh-huh, yeah,
2: and it's a good sword, too. Like, I was expecting to uh, equip it to Karen and have her get, like, possessed or not be able to, like, take it off or something, but unfortunately that doesn't, well, fortunately that doesn't happen.
0: You ain't going to no churches to restore no
2: curses? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, like, this crew is
0: very cursed. I think literally everyone in our party is cursed. Uh Uh-huh. In some particular fashion, yes. And I like that the game acknowledges that there are a bunch of weirdos. Like, there's that line later where they say the people here are going to think the circus came to
1: town. Uh-huh. Yes. You know it's a good RPG? The Shadow King. Have you guys done that one yet? We, we have, have not. Now, I
0: would not want to revisit that one for gameplay reasons, but I do agree with you writing-wise. <laughs> is that the PS2 mm-hmm. one with the weird black shadow with the yellow eyes on the front kind of cartoony? Yep.
1: I played like an hour of that. Yeah, the entire party is cursed by the Shadow King, and they're trying they're they're working for him to get rid of their curses from the other evil kings.
0: I played like an hour of that, and then even as like a sixteen year old, I was like, "This is not good enough for me to play."
1: No, it It, rules. You haven't you didn't get to like the nasty rat boss or anything.
0: mm -hmm. It's got some miserable (laughs) gameplay segments, though.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's it's very
0: beyond the beyond. Your character is cursed. Watch him suck for twenty hours. <laughs> uh,
2: well, hey, 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 Gwen! Have you heard of this game called Final Fantasy Thirteen, where your whole crew gets cursed Mm-mm. to do the biddings of no. these robot gods? No.
1: What's uh? Let's <laughs> go back. What's gamer. uh? What's uh? It sounds like I have to play twelve Final Fantasies first. So, uh, what's the plot summary <laughs> of Final Fantasy One? it okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: I will actually do that. I will actually give you one sentence summaries of every fucking game. Don't test me.
1: Uh, do you think I'm testing you?
0: <laughs> Final Fantasy One is a stable time loop. Final <laughs> Fantasy 2 is all about nouns and verbs Final Fantasy 3 you don't play Hey, like a, that's like a not a plot, plot. summary <laughs> like, there's, look, a dar- like, there's a dark I mean, number three is... and you kill it
2: <laughs> I mean, like, Final Fantasy 3 is explicitly the orphan one So yeah, you probably want to orphan it
0: uh, Number 4 is the game about where your blackguard uh, turns back into a paladin and then goes to the moon You could have just said the Mormon history story That's true Who's the blackguard in Mormonism? Dude, you know a huge part of that is turning white to get into heaven, right? Uh Uh-huh. I'm just saying. No, it's like the literal black guard. It's like the rear guard in Russia, but black. Like an (laughs) actual army. Hey, we can go to the warehouses (laughs) Blanca couldn't before. (laughs) Uh Because there's some stores and uh, you can literally buy a toy that's a skinned raccoon stuffed. I just bought it because it was in there. Yeah, if you look at the description, they say this is actual raccoon skin. What the fuck?
2: Yeah, I I definitely bought this because I knew what it was because I had been uh, on the wiki. (laughs) But like, yeah, and and
0: like this is the first this is the first time you can buy a crest. No, it's no. There's that other one we were supposed to buy with all of our money, but forgot to. Oh, oh, that one. I did buy that one. Yeah, There's multiple cases where you can have a missable crest. I was thinking in a shop. But yeah, you're right. You do technically (laughs) spend 100 K on that thing, which Uh I did. One or two of them have been in shops. One was in Paris, I think, and I had lots, lots of money to buy eight of every accessory. So <laughs> that's a lot.
1: Well, they make uh, you play with all eight of your characters at at one point, so
0: yep, figured this might as well be ready where to we go. Have a full party, get ready to
1: split. Oh, they do that fucking Final Fantasy IX bullshit.
0: Even better, yeah. you actually have to run around back and forth with each opening doors for the other. But the very least, the switchover is
2: like relatively painless. You don't have to go to like a specific spot to swap parties. Look, all the I
1: know least. is that I'm never going to use fucking Queena, so don't make me use that blue mage idiot.
0: <laughs> hey, FF nine, it's the bad one. It is the bad one. <laughs> it's the first one I finished. It's the worst one I think.
1: Mm, uh, it's easily it's no. easily
0: my worst. Out no, of the no, no no, no,
1: no, 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 no. I'd have to argue this. I gotta argue nine's better than eight
0: um they're both equally
1: bad i just dislike
0: i dislike nine more because other people like it
1: no that's fair i guess
0: i dislike it because it is a boring game that punishes you for taking
1: your time look i'm not gonna i'm not gonna argue it punishes you for taking oh because of the fucking osma thing you know what and because of the weird time locked quests well
2: isn't it just isn't that
0: just for like the excalibur 2 there's multiple things Oh, there could be yeah. that could be a really cool two disc game but instead it's a really really boring four disc game
1: oh yeah my favorite review of Final Fantasy 9 ever is like here is my emoticons for every disc of Final Fantasy 9 and the first <laughs> one's a smiley face <laughs> and the second one's a flat face frowny face
2: yeah I love it uh, I still think Seven's the worst of those three PlayStation ones but anyway well that's because you're a <laughs> fucking lib <laughs>
1: I mean, like, look, I, uh, I got some beef with seven, too, because I think the Materia system is fucking garbage and I hate it.
2: Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's not shit on every game. No, we should. Till we get to the end of this. We got to shit on this game for the okay. next several hours. Let's stay focused. Stay Why? focused. We're shitting
0: on games we're never going to play for this podcast. I'm sorry, Matt.
2: <laughs> it's true. Uh, so, yeah, we could. Uh, uh, Joachim uh, can pick up a weapon here. I miss this, uh, but it's a massive support pillar. And uh, yeah, he's fantasizing about imagining entire family's history that lived under the roof of this pillar. Yeah. Whatever
0: became of the whatever became of the daughter who wanted to be a pop star? And Anastasia's watching this. Like, is he? Does he actually? What?
2: <laughs> yeah, and th- that'll continue <laughs> to the next one too. Because I definitely found the next
0: one. Oh, there's oh. another one in this episode.
2: Uh, well, it's like, it's kind
0: of right after. Yeah, oh. um, it's, it's after this yeah. segment. I stopped immediately yeah. the second it gave me a chance to save. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I added on one little side quest at the end, but it's just a wrestling match. Yeah. So, Gwen, I leave it up to you whether you want to try reading some of these notes blind or just turn your stuff over to me.
1: No just way, but I do want to interject and take over for a second because I got a question about what the combat's like at this point.
0: Okay. It's cool. Just tell me, like,
1: mm-hmm. how has it evolved at this point in the game from the beginning? So, like, in the beginning, you were literally just watching a circle spin, and you can I got... pick one of your better fucking precision attacks, and it's harder.
0: Uh, so... It's that. You got a lot of people. You got four people, so you're doing um, either huge combos or multiple smaller combos. You're knocking dudes around to, to group them up. Like, at this point, I have a move that, like physically moves enemies together like a vortex and then you hit them with AOE's. there's a lot of cool like place manipulation Mm -hmm. and stuff that happens Mm -hmm. and all of the characters have wildly different skills yeah uh yuri can transform into every fucking forgotten beast jk rowling ever had a wet dream about karen (laughs) is summoning the gods of germany via opera blanca has weird fighting game moves and then we have joaquin who Randomly changes forms depending on where his biorhythms are each battle. So sometimes you get into a fight and he's just <laughs> a bat. Because he's a The vampire. bat is the
2: strongest one, too. Well,
0: more or less. Second strongest. Grand Papillion. Second stronger. strongest, yeah. yeah.
2: I think Grand, Grand Papillion is stronger, but like the bat is. Is, is the bat faster than Grand
0: Papillion? The bat's faster. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. he's invisible. It's like this is a thing that happens. The characters start getting real weird with it. Anastasia's a blue mage. Yeah, she just has yeah, a camera a because age. that's the thing only ri- the five richest kings of Europe could do. Uh huh. That's how they look at Dio. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, like, at, at this point of the game, I am, like, using, I'm abusing the shit out of uh, Mind's Eye, which means I'm playing, like, technical rings with two of my characters with invisible rings all the time and doing a fuck ton of damage.
0: Easy. The, yeah, yeah, there's German... an accessory that turns your uh ring invisible, so if you've memorized it, you double your damage. Fuck
1: fuck that. That's like fucking rock band with the goddamn brutal mode. Nobody wants to play that shit. That's not fun.
0: I've been playing the entire game with the gambler ring where everything only has one spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's extremely OP, though. And, of course, like, you can do what I did, which is take a
0: picture of the ring <laughs> so that well, you can reference it before every time you use it. Oh, I'm definitely <laughs> just doing that on Yuri, and then uh, transforming into Fides, doing the charge up, doing the charge mm-hmm. move, and then having somebody else oh, yeah. give him an attack boost, and then also, like, doing oh. the 15-hit combo and sometimes with a 5 key. Yeah, like,
2: that's just... It's absolutely, like, you can... Basically, if you know how to min-max this, you can blaze your way through it. Besides, you know, at least the bosses anyway, because the bosses are really like the difficulty spikes in this game.
0: Oh, also, if you're me, you're a casual and you put like at this point, like 50 attack hit area increases all on Yuri. So it doesn't matter when you push (laughs) the button, you hit it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, Yeah, it's cool. There's a lot going on and it's very cool. I mean, that's
2: assuming you like the Judgment Ring to begin with.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this game doesn't put its best foot forward. Yeah. So, uh, Blanca actually snuck off to try and give the comb back to the Royals, at which point we suddenly end up in Mafia 1's remaster because a car rolls up, jacks the girl, shoots the swordsman, and peels out. Did we skip the, the whole, whole beginning? F- what? No. No. That's, okay, That's where that scene starts when you leave the warehouse. Okay, uh, we, should, we we I failed to discuss how incredibly difficult this was because it took me a a I got very lost. So I was here long enough that Karando leveled up one time. What? <laughs> oh, what? Because you have to go to one specific place, and it's not any of the oh. super obvious doors.
2: Oh, but it's all. It's like you have to go. There's a there's a save point and a chest over in like one corner. And then you just go south from there because it's the only path yeah, forward.
0: But there's like a two pixel place where the cutscene happens. Oh. Mm. oh, also Blanca had not gotten gear upgrades uh, since we got oh, Anastasia, yeah. and it—the last thing I found was the weapon upgrade.
2: Yeah, because the, they they get you um, they give you like a whetstone plus or something like right at the end. There's like one more battle left, but at that point you've already fought three of these three waves of these uh, oh, soldiers, buddy. which like Corando so can guys. like, yeah, like Corando uh, like can solo them like. Basically, you really only need Blanca there to heal. They make Corrado so cool. Ugh! But like, you gotta like. Thank God that I had a a cure set to Blanca before. Like, just happened to have one on him, so I can like use him as like I don't know like a like a heal mule,
0: (laughs) buddy. I had nothing, and you don't have access to that because it's not your inventory.
2: Exactly. Yeah. That like that's the that's the thing that I keep bumping into in this game that frustrates me is that when it does like mandatory uh partner stuff oh. without warning you or oh. without giving you a chance to prep
0: you mean like uh also how about the uh dungeon we're going to come to later where if you open the chests in it you're fucked
2: <laughs> uh, I yeah didn't add that yeah to
0: the notes but i wondered if anyone was yeah
2: gonna i was going to mention that if you, if you didn't which no, uh like, I was by the way back
0: P- at that point so uh i did not open any of those chests
2: By by the way uh psa like right after this part of the game like there's a few battles that you're not going to be able to prep for so like I would prep up uh, Karen, Yuri, Anastasia, and Joachim, because otherwise you'll be thrown in a battle, which is not, like, that difficult, but, like, if half your
0: guys are completely useless, it's not great. Everyone is geared up now as a result of the last section. I just have one team that's better geared. Okay. You should be okay,
2: then, because I rolled into a boss battle with Karen being pretty much total garbage and then like Joachim had been unequipped because i gave all his stuff to Karando. karen
0: sucks it's weird that they give you the worst character in the game for the tutorial
2: yeah it, it, she's just so outshined by everybody else but she like, doesn't have any
0: cool ability she has generic ability she has no sanity points and she doesn't do a lot of damage in either direction
2: yeah she's she's very red mage like not great unfortunately same a Blanca. <laughs>
0: Anyway, so we now have our final party member. Uh, Karando is light elemental Yuri, does a lot of damage, can't use crests, will end up transforming later. Mm -hmm. And just has an insane attack stat. Like, at least you thought Joaquim was broken. Uh huh. Anyhow, uh, the fourth soul drop is in here. And at this point, uh, fun fact the third tier boss fights don't scale. So the things that were challenges last disc are probably just curb stomps for any remaining fusions. Oh, you dude! Did it. I two turned the water guy that I picked because it would be nice. To, it was nice to have an emergency healer, but uh, mm-hmm. I definitely just two turned him because he's weak to fire. And I just swapped into Fides and did the big melee attack that's fire elemental. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like in this, um, you know, I hadn't done any of the soul drops before, and you know, I started using like the mind's eye really trivializes every single one-on-one fight. And it's pretty incredible. And like, I, I have to like credit that with the, um, with one of the Sarah's like Solomon's trials, like one of the monk levels is you have to get through like five battles with an invisible ring. And that's what got me to get comfortable with playing with an invisible ring. But it basically made all of these fights completely super easy. It's made like, all of the the wolf stuff uh super easy
0: the the ring is interesting in that it gets as your character gets better it gets harder as you add attacks but once you yeah, cap exactly. out it just gets easier because at that point you can only make it easier by adding hit area expands and you're just memorizing it at that point
2: yeah and like realistically if you're going to be using one or two casters you really only need eight or like probably like four or five attack ups anyway for your party, but then again, you end up in situations where you have to use uh, more than one party at the
0: same time, <laughs> and it <sighs> becomes a pain. <laughs> That's why they give you more ring souls than you need. Uh, hope you found them all. Yep, <laughs> I definitely missed a few. <laughs> oh yeah, one of them is in town, and he goes all Shaw Whitland. It's a fucking terrible, lispy, cute segment. I hate it.
1: Isn't that it's him doing good. an
0: impression of his daughter? It is. I still hate it. Guess what? I hate it in Trials of Mana, too. It's one of the worst localization decisions I've ever seen in a video game. hmm Yeah. So next to the Majumel brothers who are in town, uh, there's a sign that hides the, uh... I also agree, the funniest stud card in the game, Dr. Oliver. Uh, he is not just a doctor, Fletch. He is an excellent gynecologist, but his nurses frown on his policy of getting naked as his pa- as naked as his patients. Uh, you can give, uh... This and the raccoon skin toy to get the uh, Beastmaster dress, which I have equipped, even though it looks awful.
2: Yeah, it, it, it's a, it's so much better, though, than the other one, because it, it's it's one of those um, like Uber one um,
0: dual outfits, element, which like, dual like elemental. Yeah, dual elemental, no weakness. Right. Can't believe this outfit underpays all of its employees and doesn't give them health insurance. one <sighs> <sighs> of Lucia's oils is also here. If you bug an NPC three times about a perfume. I definitely talked to her twice yep. and didn't catch this. Gotta love it.
2: And there's also, um, like, I, I believe there's also a card you can pick up by accident, which makes her worse again.
0: Uh-huh. It's in between, like, the two wagons. Yeah. I'm not even listing the tarot cards. None of us are using her and the tarot card system sucks. I Yeah, it's not good. I could be convinced to, but, like, who would I? I would have to, like, replace Geppetto. And I'm not going to do that because Geppetto fucking rules. yeah. Gwen, here's some context. The worst character in the game is Lucia, a fortune teller who has two skills. One of them involves you mixing oils and perfumes she picks up to do party-wide buffs. This Mm -hmm. is cool. This gets Mm -hmm. better over time. Alchemist, right. The other thing is she has tarot cards. Yep. And it is literally a blind roulette that just spins and you hit a button. Okay, Kate Sif. The more of them you get, the less control you have over results, and as a bonus, sometimes they can show up reversed, which means that a thing that would damage all enemies damages your party, or a buff for your party buffs the enemies. (laughs) <laughs> literally <laughs> Why? no control Why? over this skill Who?
1: every card you get gives you less control yeah
0: it's like playing a wild <laughs> mage if you got a
1: new spell table for your wild magic whenever you leveled up wild magic wild magic no one wants that every battle
2: <laughs> yeah yeah like it's definitely like it's on Point like thematically, but it is not useful.
0: It's the worst designed character ability I've ever seen
1: in a JRPG. Let's say, let's say you spend all your fucking life getting Lucia up to snuff. Like you, you buff the shit out of her items and side quests. What is she like at the end of that road? Any better? The The extremely good because the
0: oils. The oils oils are extremely good because she is a one move party buff machine. The tarot is never good ever. What's her magic stat like? Is it like comparable to Geppetto? Uh, it's a little lower. Yeah,
2: I, I definitely like. I had to. We you we end up having to use her in the next little bit, and I definitely found a, an oil combination which gave everybody um critic full criticals for a turn.
0: Hell yeah, and that or, ruled. I just I just spammed a one hundred percent evasion. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was just every every time you see uh like. Uh, a skill costs 100 MP. Like use it.
0: <laughs> that's Does, the real problem: is they're too expensive.
1: So Geppetto's in there. Where's Pinocchio at? Uh, um, Pinocchio is so... a doll that looks like his dead daughter. Oh, okay. you can and dress that's what you
0: bondage gear. Hell yeah! yeah.
1: That, that's the that's the girl that you are looking for clothes all the time as a side quest, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, also, Karen's outfit is his dead daughter's clothes.
2: You're, you're looking for these uh, these stud cards, which is basically, Bar porn, you know, porn. And then you give that to a, a, a gay French dude who then yeah. makes a dress for you.
1: Oh, yeah, this is famous. I remember this from my TV Tropes days because that fucking example was on every other page. I don't know why.
2: Which is funny because we have a gay party member and it's almost completely not commented on. Although when it is, it's not usually very good. <laughs>
1: yep. Who's gay?
0: <laughs> uh, uh, Yogi. The wrestler. Mm. The vampire wrestler. Uh, of course. Yeah.
2: It's of like course way- you find out in a very unfortunate manner.
1: <laughs> okay, why um, is the, You find out openly. Why is the name Valentine associated with vampires? I don't know, and there's
0: another I have no there's a couple of I have no idea why this coincidence is here in this segment, actually. Uh there's a Doctor Hojo who experiments on
1: dogs. That's weird. Hmm. Yeah, that is a hmm. thing yes. that happens. That huh. feels almost intentional. Or you had, like, really lazy, uh, what do you call them, translators? Localizers. actually that
0: way in Japanese, too.
1: Very weird. I did some research
0: into that and could not find any connection whatsoever or any historical character both were based on. That is strange. It's based on Howard Johnson, the electrical engineer. Got
1: it. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna go eat at Hojo's.
0: So Yoakim is actually a reference to an old, I guess, tokusatsu, but also anime property called the Golden Bat, who goes back to the 30s by some reports in Japan, has been around the world a few times. Uh, Diabolique on MST3K was a Golden Bat movie that was localized for Italy, I think. And the whole thing is that the guy is basically magical masked goon who can turn into a literal golden bat and they also show some other colored bats at times that might be color errors but that sort of implies the siblings and so he just lived in a coffin under atlantis when totally not johnny quest's dad woke him up and as a result he began just sort of traveling the world fighting off villains because kaiju also appeared with the birth of the golden bat ta-da So once we're done in town, we head off to the battleship Mikasa. So the kidna- kidnappers are using a docked battleship as their hideout, uh, making this the second best game to use this set piece. Uh, Fletcher thinks the best one is still Rideout 1. Uh, Yo. The ring soul I is here on. again because it's Sukasa, and he says it's, it gives you the uh, weird dialogue about him waiting for ages, which is weird because you can walk from the last one to this one within two minutes This time he's worried that his wife is cheating on him. She's 17 years... Did you guys see this scene? No, No. because I'm still behind because we can't leave. Okay, I have to... All right. The ring soul is upset. He thinks his wife is stepping out on him. Uh, He mentions that she's 17 years his younger and used to be a hostess. If you do the math, this means the ring soul is actually 45... And then he melts Mm -hmm, down because Yuri's like, hey, you know, she's just taking a little time. You're home. You could watch the kids. She's having a night out every once in a while. And he melts down. You you think I shouldn't worry about this? What is this? You don't know how this is. You're a single man. And when he leaves, Yuri's just like, maybe I need to rethink my friendship with this guy. Oh, Gwen, you remember that weird ghost that gave you a a ring upgrade in the tutorial tower? Mm, Absolutely, I do. That's what we're talking about. That dude mm. becomes a character with a wife and a kid and a mortgage.
1: Oh, I see. I see. I see. Was he a ghost?
0: He's still a ghost. He's okay, still, still just a, a,
1: a ring. Yeah. With a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm, and he's yeah. a forty-five year old salary man now.
3: hmm
1: Well, I mean, I'm proud what a glow up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so So we're on a battleship. Well, we we see a cutscene first. Two men. There's one is a captain. Why is a captain. fucking
1: puppet daughter so sexy? What? Why? I told you,
2: <laughs> it's weird. Well, also, <laughs> what, it, the, the, this is this is like the doki doki fact of this game. Uh, Karen's outfit is Geppetto's daughter's old outfit.
1: <laughs> oh no 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 no! I don't like
2: this. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you got. You didn't get to the part with. Well, actually, you see her on the cover, so you you know what it looks I'm, like. I'm looking but. at all
1: her outfits. now Is her like? Oh no! The director's cut only. You can just have her in her birthday suit. Non-elemental yep. damage.
2: Yep. Yep. That's a thing. That's a thing that exists. We complained about it <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it's a uh, th- this game when it goes horny, it's not good. I mm. mean, granted, I don't know when does a game go horny and it's good.
1: Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Rare FF Seven Mass Effect. Also true. Mainly because <laughs> it looks Daddy. ridiculous. Which, yeah, when all the that, spiders
0: like, crawl out. On that level, I think we also have to give credit to Saints Row 4.
1: You, you can get a dildo as just like a weapon in that game.
0: Oh, I was referring to things like the Keith David romance option. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So I uh, trying to tell yeah. me that Morgana wasn't the pinnacle of sexual writing?
3: <laughs>
0: Whatever happens with that baby, by the way, does that ever come up again? Uh, no, I don't think it has as of the end of three. Oh my God, what the fuck, okay, carry on, yeah
2: anyway, uh, so cutscene, we have a captain who is a naval officer who is trying to not stick his nose in affairs that are above his uh, pay grade. And the other is Tirada, the leader of the Iron Brigade, which is a mechanized infantry. And he is the leader of this uh, kidnapping plot that was going on, uh, that, that is going on with uh, the little girl that Corando was uh, trying to protect. And uh, somehow he outranks the captain. And then we get a dungeon where we have to split our party into two groups of four and then swap between them, which we might have alluded to earlier this could have been a lot more painful uh because you pretty much press a button you just press triangle to swap which party you're controlling so like if you wanted to switch your crests around and your inventory around like you could do it it's a little cumbersome but it's not the worst but at least you get a chance to like set up your party so you have to use but you have to use all eight people so all the sa- sailors that are on this ship are hilariously are just stepping aside and giving you advice and telling you uh you
0: didn't hear that from me. One of them and will actually heal you. One of the, Oh, yeah, I, the one in the cabin. Hidden. Yeah, there's just okay. a guy who full heals you. Oh, that's that that rules. But yeah. you can only get there with one party. Yeah. Oh, that that's less. The Eerie party less. is the only one that can get heals and that's the one that has the least to do
2: yeah yeah because you have uh like yuri stays up top no yuri goes underneath and then Corando stays up top and they're basically it's a series of doors you have to lock and un- unlocked in order you know using two key cards in order to progress at least gracefully at the places where you put in the keys you have the option to look at the map so you, you at least have at least you know there's a map to look at but it's a it's a lot of Similar looking hallways of just going back and forth and doing logic puzzles
0: in order to get out. And they didn't translate the map. Yeah, fuck you. All of the map and signs around here are Japanese kanji. Oh, that's true. That, I mean, well, that, that makes sense. It's just incredibly funny because someone translated things in the text... Like it's referring uh-huh. to, this is lever B, but that doesn't give you any help when none of the map or signage is using American letters. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's that's true. I just, I, I did it by association of like, I know this one has one and two, and I just see, if I see one and four in a different one, I look at the similar symbol and say, that's the one. And, <laughs> and figured it out from there. But I mean,
0: it's because uh, the way in which I'm dumb. I just used a game pack for this dungeon. Otherwise I would have been here for like six hours.
2: Yeah, I I I almost I, I thought about telling you about that, Chris. I mean, like, you should probably just game fact this, but I was gonna let you figure it out. I <laughs> saw
0: I, I got to the first gate, looked at the map, and said, Nope. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, and like the battles in here, they they can be a little taxing because you have the there's <sighs> this one drone. Yeah, when uh, the B team gets really the tanky. big
0: drone who does paralysis on Corando, the only uh-huh. guy who can do any damage in my B team. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Because I uh I did not spread this out, and I gave Yuri the uh, old A team before I got Garando. So the B team has like a one hit on everything, and then they get that huge "fuck you" drone. I don't think so, buddy. Uh,
2: <laughs> that 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 seems like that was on you.
0: Yes. <laughs> no, I just started running from all those battles. It's fine.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's 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 kind of the key. Is like if you're if these battles are getting annoying, just start running away from them, and you only get screwed if you get ambushed.
0: I figured it was Which fine. Garando leveled up because of how lost I got. It's cool. i still
1: can't believe that (laughs) look when you come back for the wolf bout do you have to do all the (laughs) no no the ship ship is
0: completely open when you come back fletcher let me tell you this do you remember how dead rising 2's safe area is laid out dead rising one is laid out in an l uh i would repeatedly get lost in an l-shaped hallway I am not good at navigating three-dimensional spaces. I'm in I'm speechless. Games. <laughs> I played okay. that game for 30 hours and still could not find the safe bench, which is at the angle of the L.
2: Oh, okay. my God.
0: <laughs> okay. So, so just to tell you what we're working with when I say I got very lost. Wow.
2: And you're a programmer.
0: Like, how do you... <laughs> no, uh, you could ask either of us. Programmer doesn't mean smart. No, no it, just well, it doesn't mean it smart, just but like you're... knows... It just means you're better at Googling stuff than other people and, you know, the correct thing to Google.
2: Yeah, because like, that's the one the worst thing about code for me is like I see a bunch of code and I go like, where do I start analyzing this and then start reading from, you know, it's it can be a little disorienting. But
0: you got to get you got to get, get a a text editor that has code folding and you use code code folding to uh, manage where you are in the code. No that is useful. Yeah, seven. I can
2: see how that's useful. Yeah, I, I basically used that whenever I had to like u- look at HTML.
0: <laughs> yeah, just, like, anyway, <laughs> Tarada is at the end tamping. of this touch. <laughs> um, if Lenny were competent, he would be Tirada because this guy has a bunch of faceless grunts with him. He's an armored tank of a man. He's not very cool. Yeah, he's, he's not cool. No. He's not cool. He's not as charming. He hits like a fucking truck, though.
2: Does he? he does like 200 damage uh, a hit, which is like more than half of your health, probably at this point for almost every character.
0: Did he hit you more than like twice, though? This fight is like over super fast. It took me like
2: four. I You know what? Like the thing with the, the way I've been running things is that I will occasionally miss uh, an attack with either my two. You know, I'll basically break combos because I'm working with an invisible ring and sometimes I fuck it up.
3: Oh, so that it that.
2: probably went like a round or two later than I than I should. But, yeah, he does serious damage. Like he can easily knock out. Like if you're unlucky with like criticals, you could probably get knock out Anastasia or something, or like you know yeah. Karen. So somebody who's weak, are you not using um, like Gale? I am using Gale. I'm just using... not using like Arc Barrier
0: or whatever. Do you have Dark Shield to like? Uh, do you have like the max tier Dark Fusion? No, I okay. I. Because that is delay, using... which combined with arc is extremely overpowered. OK, that 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 I could
2: see because like I had delay. I swear I had delay on somebody's attack as a modifier, but I can't remember who.
0: Because
2: like I always forget that we Oh have yeah. those...
0: you just get it as a spell you can cast. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's super useful.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This, I, I, I was definitely gale, not like
0: I don't did basically no damage from any of the bosses now that I uh, am up on that arc gale and delay tip. Nice.
2: Oh, I can I can totally see that. Yeah, I'm definitely arc galing and arc raging when I can, but I'm I haven't I didn't get that thing. Like, we'll talk about it in the in the party stuff at the end. Would love to have arc rage. Arc rage is really good. It's one of the crests.
0: I know. <laughs> it's one of the ones you missed, huh? Oh, yeah, one of the ones I can't go back and get. Rip. We uh, we rescue the girl and this is where we finally get the identities of the two tagalongs, Yoshiko and Naniwa Kawashima. The actual Yoshiko Kawashima was an infamous spy. Uh, I saw her referred to as the Chinese Matahari in research. And she was technically a princess of Chinese descent. adopted by a Japanese hmm. man, became a major force for counterintelligence in the Sino-Japanese War, executed by 30 because she was so infamous. <laughs> Hell of a thing, that. So, yeah. Um, some of you who played the previous game are also going to be a little confused with me dropping that. Don't worry, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, taking notes is really hard because of that.
2: Yeah, like, why, why did he use the same
0: name? Because they used that name last game, not referencing the real person. And I uh. don't know why they decided that they needed to then use the real person. Yeah, it's they weird. got sales numbers for how their last game did. They know nobody gets it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, then they make it explicit later. Oh,
0: God. Yeah, that's that's a scene that's going to be fun to talk about. Uh huh. So we get a cutscene interlude. Kato returns to the plot where he is working with Shadow Minister Ishimura, who thinks he can conquer all of Asia, but is rushing his plans due to his declining health. And Garon, who is basically like if Roger Bacon was Frieza, uh, an ancient mystic and even tinier dwarf who floats around on a pillow at all times. So, mm-hmm. since the kidnapping and other reasonable plans didn't work, thwarted by that boy, Corando, they're letting Kato try his thing. He has developed a unit known as the Apes, who are prepared to see combat. Oh, buddy. Kato is displeased. <sighs> we'll get there in a minute. That's your uh-huh. Kato is dismissed to deploy his troops. And at this point, Garan goes, That dude is meddling in some dark shit, minister. And Fuck you, you're Tark-type. <laughs> I know, right? I mentioned that later in the notes of the boss fight. Um, and the minister doesn't care because he just wants results. And I love that this is his logic. Kato is venturing beyond the veil into horrible ancient Cyclopean shit because his, he traveled over most of the world whereas Garin's only ever been in Japan and that makes him stodgy. This is real.
2: And they, they also like he, he wants to give uh, Kato leeway because of how much he's delivered for him.
0: Yeah. Because of yeah. Nikolai uh, who will be a bargaining ship with Russia Lol JK the Romanovs definitely don't care about their like illegitimate son. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And then soon it won't matter.
0: Uh huh. Meanwhile Kato wakes up his newest uh, ape, which is a woman named Uka. If you've played Shadow Hearts... Uh... What? <laughs> Read that has. If you okay. know who this character is, you recognize her on sight. Oh, okay. Uh, the notes say, yeah. if you have played Shadow Hearts, this is the point where you realize Kato is a tremendous cunt. It's true. Her mission is to kill anything in her path and return to Kato. We don't know... We do not know where she is, but she agrees. This is basically a... Mini dungeon where you control Uka. Eventually, you fight and uh get the other two mutant apes, Raiden and Hien, as party members.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck is happening?
0: Uh-huh. This comes out of nowhere.
1: This is
2: completely random. Like this is from a completely different game.
0: <laughs> I'm the only one who has any context for this.
2: Well, I, 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 I kind of I guessed and was right about what's going on here, at least with this character
0: yeah at this point the menu just tells you what's going on when you go and check in the library uh uka is an experiment made for mixing monkey dna with that of a dead people and magic from the emigre manuscript she's made using the dna of yoshika kawashima uh the other one from the last game his dead lover who he mentioned to
1: yuri at the game's beginning <laughs> Yes, Mm -hmm. this is good writing in hell. Yeah, they call that foreshadowing and wow, masterclass. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: I feel like we should uh, The notes also call out that everyone exclusively calls Kato master, which definitely adds a lot to the whole vibe going on. And yeah, uh, it's it's not good. And we're two uh, dancers who teleported in and out with Kato at the end of disc one. We, we called the... them out at the time. I figured I should point it out. Yeah, they were the weird guys at the end of disc one in the tower.
2: Yeah, there's the like the big brawler dude and then like skinny, like ninja looking dude with like a scythe on his
0: arm. A scythe blade. The, uh. The apes are all level 50, so they gain no XP. They are brutally efficient, and all the combat is extremely easy, especially given mm-hmm. that they give you, like, fucking physical defense and special defense down fours, which trigger basically every hit on that boss. Mm-hmm. The majority of the dungeon is combat training, uh, skeet shoot minigames as Uka. You defeat a test boss for the combat data at the end, and we return to the main party.
2: Yeah, and they, they do have a combo magic, with oh, uh, the combo of three, yes. which, yeah, if you if you use all three of them, they use a lightning, like a big lightning spell. I forget which which one it's called, but like Spike or uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's just so. a big lightning attack and or yeah, and it's uh, it, it immediately frustrated me. I'm like, man, I wish I could combo do combo magic with three characters like the possibilities that this game could have opened up if there were like levels of combo magic and not just only if it's all four uh, would have been really cool in retrospect, because there's just a lot of times I don't really have the ability to stack four people up without potentially taking a lot of damage and or sanity hits. I'm not engaging with
0: combos at all right now for the record.
2: I'm doing it when I can, but I don't try to like, I I only do it intentionally when I'm like, I have four characters. I have no buffing. I want to do. I can stack them all up and
0: do a lot of damage. So um, how do we feel about the mutant tape reveal? Uh I feel pretty a great line. about it. It's <laughs> <a
2: line. laughs> like either reveal that they exist or what they are or reveal that like really who just this, this character whole, is, this whole thing,
0: all of it is uh very bad.
2: Yeah, I <laughs> I I find it very boring. You know, we had this whole bit running up through disc 1, which is, you know, we have people playing with magic and, you know, the, you know, this evil organization that's, like, trying to, like, create chaos and, like, control the world, whatever.
0: Uh, and then, It is some like, Final just, Fantasy 15 to your head on a hatchet. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it definitely feels like it, it wants to tell this story now, and this story is way less interesting than Rasputin's story was.
0: Rasputin yeah. is so cool. I'm,
2: dude, I'm, dude, Rasputin I'm fucks. Just
0: I'm chaos. just gonna lay this out for you. The apes and Kato are your end boss. Well, yeah, that makes there's, sense, because at this point, what it, else is This there? is literally all we're dealing with for the rest of the game. Yeah, because what's going to happen is Kato's going to get Astaroth, and then we're going to fight him instead of Nikolai, because Nikolai doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep, and mm. we'll get to that later, too. Yeah, so it's it's
2: just, it feels like a weird bait-and-switch where they wanted to do a completely different thing for the second half, or thir- last third of the game.
0: Even if you did it the other way around... Rasputin way cooler of a villain than this guy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And you just don't bring in. Um, God, I can't remember who was but Asmodeus until the end. You just you Astaroth at first. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, yeah, you just, yeah. They yeah, kind of they kind
0: of. You do this first, and this is how you find out about the demon magic going on. Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs>
2: yeah, it just seems really backwards.
1: Yeah. Ooh, that's a good Asmodeus. I like that. Yes.
0: Asmodeus uh, possessed Grigory Rasputin and tried to legitimately do genocide on all humans.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. That, that, that's what happened. It was a thing. Yeah. Well, anyway. You check out that cutscene. though; it's very cool. It is.
2: Yeah. There's... A... <laughs> I just... <laughs> no, you bite me. Um, yes! <laughs> I... Yeah, Rasputin had
0: so much more personality. God.
2: Yeah, Kado is just, he he's okay, but like he's also just, I. there's just nothing to really grab onto other than he's stoic.
0: Yeah, what if Sephiroth wasn't cool? hmm Yeah, that's <sighs> kind of right, actually.
2: Yeah. But anyway, this is a moment we can do uh, some side quests. There is uh, a wolf fight against a carved wooden wolf that achieved sentience. Uh, its name is Carvin. They can inflict petrify which you should protect against because obviously petrify just kills the fight immediately and he'll drop petrify 2 um which is really really good. Yeah cuz you just cause you still get xp for
0: that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. If you check uh carving in the library uh after this fight you see that he uh he never gets to return from war and the the quote is Attacked and set a fire while returning from the battlefield at age twenty nine at the time of his death, uh, and better to burn out than fade away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, which, that's real. That's in We're, the game. That which, is.
2: which, comparing that to like <laughs> Necros, which is like this is an undead dog that eats other dogs, <laughs> and is, and also like the ninety two year old dude who's a wolf too. Like this is the complete opposite of that.
0: He said. Like, the guy who says I need to win this fight to turn back into a human, and then you beat him up for a minor damage upgrade, trapping him in a wolf body forever. Yeah, and he's like, I, I got to find some other way. He does actually get turned back into a person. Uh, yeah, I bet he would. If you finish this quest chain, he can do that. Okay. <laughs> I just don't want that to sound more tragic than it is. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair.
2: Uh, but then again, like he he gets he would be ninety two years old, and that's all this fuck. Like, that's...
0: Who lives their best life in 92? The guy who got turned into a wolf and back? Yeah. If you <sighs> had forced so. furry energy, you would start living life with a new vigor. <laughs> forced furry energy? Yikes. You know what we really need is we need one of these wolves to have their... We need a lady wolf to have her eyes bulge out and make the ooga sound. <laughs>
2: well, Chris, hey, Chris, Chris we're, we're going to run into something kind of similar. Ha-
0: it just occurred to me that that could literally happen because you meet talk to a lot of wolves in this game.
2: <laughs> Chris, you, you'll you'll probably I don't want to say enjoy, but like the the next wolf bout is kind of like that. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we there's a there's another side quest. Uh, the captain on the boat has quizzes for you. Which the return of uh, Captain Quiz or whatever? What was the guy's name that looks like Amadar? Captain Quiz. Okay. So it's a pool of 20 randomized questions. Uh you have 10 seconds to answer each one, get 10 in a row correct. Uh you get a really nice crest, uh, which is for us, uh, which gives you cure all, which is a single target full heal.
1: Okay, okay. All so right, so who, I guess I'll go do it. Who who thinks they know the most about Shadow Hearts Covenant? Let's do this. Let's do a test run. Fuck no.
0: Oof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do it. I don't like, know I don't shit. Even let's know go. The,
1: I'm dumb no, enough right. to do this. All right, we're good. We're doing it. We gotta do 10 questions. You get 10 seconds to answer um all right so just, even to know be my fair am i just is. do you think i should just pull from the captain's quiz one or can i pull from all three we go for just it for the first go one. for it let's, okay just let's the first this. one okay what's the name of the secret global organization running the lottery beep oh oh the fuck the lottery <laughs> i, I have, <laughs> this is why i'm not doing this
2: <laughs> sapietis gladio shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right out on the first one it was goldman the Sachs. lottery society Goldman Sachs! Whatever! I mean, that's a more accurate answer to the real world. Yeah, it's not wrong. <laughs> it's just, I didn't expect that, and then it landed. Doing totally uh-huh. my best. Well, that's it. No uh, fucking cure-all for you, so. What? Fuck you. Rip. You gotta start over. You wanna start from question one again? Hell yeah. Fuck me <laughs> up. Okay, let's do it. Um, what's the effect of the charming get-up-for-men, the loin guard? <laughs> Isn't that like the defense increase? And yeah, it's a, attack it's power.
2: Oh, right, that is the uh, the the studded belt, the oh, version yeah. like Western belt, <laughs> studded belt.
1: Great. I mean, you can go yeah. again. You can you can go up to the fucking captain as many times as you want. Uh huh. Um, I'm gonna pass. I'm good. <laughs> the captain yells at you as you walk away. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> no discipline. So.
2: We also can run into the treasure hunt guy. He's made uh, his way to j- Japan. I found out what the treasures guy
0: name is. His name is Loud Croft. Yeah, a a what? Loud Croft, like an exceptionally loud and irritating Lara Croft. Yeah, I think huh. it's meant to be Lord Croft and mistranslated. <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, y- yeah, I mm, I have no idea what that would be in reference to. Lara Croft. I mean, I guess Her dad was uh, also yeah. an archaeologist and treasure hunter. That makes sense. That makes sense. I was like, no,
0: that's too obvious. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, I a, really wait, hold on. Think oh, yeah. Translated Lord. So sorry. Wait, did, I didn't can't believe that Shadow Hearts Covenant wasn't subtle.
2: Hold on. Is who who actually did make the Lara Croft games?
0: Uh, I know Crystal yeah. Dynamics.
2: OK. All right. Because I'm like, I know Midway is the publisher on this game, which is something that surprises me every time I turn on the game. I'm like oh those guys
0: hey remember when EA was the publisher of FF10 no yes yeah that was a thing uh anyway yeah that was the one huh like that that was the game that really built Square Enix as they are today huh 7 really was the groundwork but 10 is why they're who they are now yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense so uh, Karando and his troop have beat us back to the inn, and we get to have a little conversation with them. Adopted Yoshiko only came to Japan to visit a grave, so they're all going to head to the Foreigner's Cemetery. We get roped into this as tag-along bodyguards. I will note, the actual Yoshiko in history <laughs> really was an adopted Chinese girl under a Japanese father, and he really did name her after his deceased daughter, as far as I am aware, there is no historical equivalent of the Japanese Yoshiko in the army, nor any half-ape clones made of her via black science.
1: you sure about that?
0: As, I mean, far, as far as I am know. aware, because I really did do some research on this.
1: On the So what? tell me exactly what you typed into Google for the half-ape clones part.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> well, I started going down a history of this family. And I went the, to this, the Great Apes subreddit. The the dead daughter, and I could find nothing about her past her death other than her name was given to an adopted sibling. Mm. Because that was, again, she was a literal Chinese princess this guy adopted for political reasons, and he gave the dead daughter's name as protection so people would find it less weird. That's a bad move for that kid, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, again, she's dead by 30 because she was an infamous spy. I mean, like, if my kid died, I adopted one and just named it Audrey 2. That's bad for multiple reasons, and you know it. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So we head to the foreigner's graveyard, and (laughs) once again, Karen, being super cursed, knows from the instant they walk in that something is wrong. This is extremely funny. I really love this because it is straight up some Looney Tune shit. You wander in uh-huh. from the right. Everything is normal. There's a treasure chest in the back. And you get a little further and there's a tree in front of the camera. And suddenly normal graveyard turns into this white void with a stone bridge. Like uh-huh. you're a Looney Tune who walked outside. Yeah, the with a yid yang on it. It looks like a fucking Mortal Kombat arena. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And the funny thing is, like, I... I the first thing I immediately did is I saw that because I was like, you know, I was trying to hoover up like any secret items in the area just in case there were any. I hope you got I, I that really good
0: a, physical defense down three that was on one of the graves.
2: Your yeah, way. I think I picked that up. So, like, I, I cross over and I go, hmm. And then I walk backwards and I go back <laughs> over the line and then I go back over the line, you know, front of the line. And I go, oh, I see what's <laughs> happening here. And then, like, <laughs> and then it doesn't let you out. But it's like you could leave. <laughs> you literally could
0: leave. Yeah. Uh so Anastasia is the first to see that there's an unconscious Karando in the middle of Seal Circle, and she runs toward him, and then he rises up, screeches, and turns dummy thick and female. Uh-huh. So this is Tsukiyomi, the Japanese moon goddess, Amaterasu's ex, and Karando's first Harmonixer transformation after we defeat her. Mm-hmm. In what makes perfect sense, she dishes out a lot. Mean? Of... What what part? <laughs> That word, harmonixer. Where all I—that's what about. Yuri is.
2: Yeah, th- this is this is something they don't say in the game, but it's on the back of the box. Is that Yuri is a harmonixer, and that is what they call
0: the fusion <laughs> skill. <laughs> like he makes Guitar Hero games or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you're right. It is spelled the same way. Yeah, I it's harmonixer. <laughs> I hadn't considered that, and that makes that word. It's like calling funny. yourself a Thanks. Googler. Uh. Yeah, no, that's that's actually the canon name for those uh, characters. Going back, what does that Im- days.
1: what does that imply that they can mix harmonies?
0: Yeah, they no, can no, literally no, no. mix souls with creatures. Oh, mm. Harmon like in uh, JoJo's, got it. Yeah, I was, about to say, I was about to say
2: like this is somebody who can negate Harmon energy.
0: It's what the Harmon Mixer is. What all the JoJos hang out together. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> oh. And like. This is a joke only for Boku no-stop premium people, because only one of our hosts calls it Harmon.
0: Yeah, I was just about to say, actually, it's Hamon, and only Mark says Harmon. This is a joke just for us. It's like, Mark, so Mark does that. Out. mean this is the guy who keeps canceling every fucking thing that Dan does? Dan Harmon uh, was the joke. Okay. No, I, yeah, I see what that guy saying. fucking sucks. Anyway. <laughs> I
3: don't know. Sorry, I, I thought you were
0: about to do more. I did watch that Segway porn bit, and that was extremely funny. Mm-hmm. The, hover, the oh, hoverboard I mean, I the hoverboard the problem is that he can actually legitimately be funny, but he's a fucking trash fire human being. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Mispronouncing one thing and sticking to it forever is uh, Mark's whole deal. God. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we were playing Baldur's Gate 2, and uh, he just kept calling Corgan Krogan to the point where I forgot his name was <laughs> Corgan. <laughs> it doesn't help that they have the same personality. Great. Now I'm imagining Billy Krogan. Thanks. Yeah, I was thinking the same exact thing. (laughs) He was definitely thinking about (laughs) Mass Effect (laughs) 2. I'm now imagining Rex on Alex Jones. Thanks. Uh (laughs) You're welcome. Mm -hmm. This is this is going places. (laughs) I I just want you to know that I think the genophage, just like this coronavirus thing, completely made up. I fuck. I still fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, Tsukiyomi, uh makes perfect sense. She dishes out a lot of area of oh, effect. Light spells, sorry. moon goddess. I'm just going to drop this joke concept so we can get it out of my brain and we can move on with our lives, which is that uh, the genophage is actually women's liberation because they no longer have to pay extra for birth control that men don't pay for. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Fr- freedom from financial domination by the patriarchy, the genophage you know what I can't hate that I can't hate that it's terrible but also very funny but I can't hate that
2: to listening to Lightning Strikes thrice. If you want to support our podcast, we are part of the Pitch Drop Podcast Network, along with uh, other shows you should check out, such as being Jim Davis and Bokono Stop. There are two versions of Bokono Stop. There is a free version and a completely different version that is for patrons only. If you want to listen to that and get other cool benefits, like joining our Discord, please go to patreon.com forward slash pit drop or tentacle.pro and uh, give us a few bucks. And of course ratings and reviews are always welcome. Thank you.
0: Okay. Okay. About this boss fight, now that that's out of my body. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing I could not track down, maybe it's a Japanese mythology thing I don't know, is that Tsukiyomi does quite a few debuffs, knocks your evasion down. I wonder if it's not a mythology thing because the Mana series also makes Luna the bizarre debuff element. So, this hmm. is also the part where you can tell Matt edits this show and not me because there's no common Rider drop for this boss fight. What's a common Rider?
1: It's like a Power Ranger. Yeah, it's a show they made
0: with just the Red Power Ranger. It's like a spin. Oh, I know what that is. You're all, (laughs) you're all going to die someday. (laughs) Yeah. So are you, buddy? Uh No, I'm not. I can fly.
2: Is that like One Punch Man? Is that what he's known for?
0: Like, can you fly because of the Great Potato Famine? You're just like lighter than air. Yeah. If I get get hungry (laughs) enough, the wind carries me. Uh, (laughs) Like
2: I. I, I still can't, like, I keep going back to that article about how uh, mashed potatoes is <laughs> the Irish guacamole.
0: I already sent that to Fletcher a week ago, and here already <laughs> got mad about it. I get mad every time someone links that, because it's been three times this week.
3: It's
2: I, I keep forgetting Next. about it, then I get reminded of it, and it's...
0: Just that's, perfect. That's Fletcher's per- personal Garfield and Neon uh, Evangelion Garfield shirt that people won't stop sending me, and it makes me want to die every time. I know someone who bought that shirt, by the way. Fuck them. Is it Moonborn? No. No, it's my brother-in-law. Ah, okay. Ugh, um. So yeah, we're at the crypt. Uh,
1: this is a place where I got lost for an hour and a half. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. You know, it's, there are these maps on Game Facts. This They're place is literally already.
0: just left and right branches. It's yeah, a lot. And, it,
2: and one of them has, like, a red star over the gate, which means you get sent back to the beginning, and the other one you don't. And you basically keep going left till you get, like, the thing that gets rid of the red star.
0: It took me a, took me a while. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Jesus
2: it's Christ. a very small it's it's a surprisingly small dungeon uh it's Chris because got i got
0: lost in the fucking darius level tree <laughs> wow so the Crip's gimmick is that there will be branching <laughs> paths every so often <laughs> a left and a right one uh, most of these uh to begin with are one open path and one sealed you'll find charms at the end of paths well, you should find charms at the ends of paths which break these seals and allow you to progress. <sighs> Repeat until you're done, uh, with the exception of the blind left-right that has one side progress for it and one loop. That's the one I that I couldn't find. Oh, one yeah. of these is a circle, but part way around the circle is another branch in, but it has the exact same statues on it and the exact yeah. same platform layout as uh-huh. the branch before it. So I'm like, did it... I I just assumed I went the whole way around the circle. Not that this was another loop into the middle of the circle.
2: Yeah. Like for a second, I thought I like went. it did some like non Euclidean stuff where it circled back around itself. And you just they kind of hide it like it's a like an infinite loop. But that it just they 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 try to trick you.
0: Well, I'm glad to be the dumb guy that fell for it.
2: Mm -hmm. Also, the Majumel brothers are in here. If we didn't Uh mention that. (laughs) It, At I know,
0: this point, but it's it's,
2: it's worth pointing commenting out. Commenting on how the hell did we get here? Yeah, it's funny. Every time it happens, it's still charming.
0: Oh, <laughs> I spent so much money that I already have a gold card. For the record, like oh, wow. I got the gold card in the previous town. This you is know, about those, the chunk time like,
2: where you should. Th- this is the part. Yeah, I was only on a dude. Fifty like, percent is
0: so hard compared to forty percent. Like so hard that I'm not even willing to try to save state it, and I'm just gonna go forty percent which i forty percent is already
2: pretty forty percent can be pretty tough like sometimes it catches me off guard because it'll switch its uh setup every time I try it hmm.
0: so at the end is the uh uh garen garon whatever he spins to win yep. the intro cut scene to the fight is uh very good uh, he, he uh monologues at you floating on his pillow. everyone is like so revulsed they're creeping uh backwards slowly. Eventually, Yuri and Anastasia interrupt him mid, uh, Ah, you're afraid of me, are you? And then they just scream gross at him. Uh Uh-huh. Very good. It's excellent. Garad is uh, entirely magic-based, so get all the special defense up you can. He also comes with uh, two, uh, like, the the paper charm guys, who you should Mm -hmm. kill immediately, because they do a lot of damage when he combos with them. Uh, He is dark-based which uh oh here we go which makes his earlier gripe that Kado is doing things which are too evil much funnier. Uh it also means mm. that Corando fucking whips ass. But the boss also uh does this uh, thing called mind assault which will drain a party member's MP to 0 and uh there is a defense against this actually. Um it's the uh, is there? Ac- accessory that prevents S- MP loss oh okay because i i had a i had a mind assault protection is there one that prevents mp yeah it's like mirror bracelet or whatever i'll be damned
2: yeah because i i definitely every time i did i did this fight twice
0: and he hit geppetto for me it was the guy with all my heels exactly
2: uh-huh uh-huh he hits geppetto for like doesn't get you know the mind assault because I had the mind assault
0: defense whatever item on, but yeah zero NP immediately first turn. <laughs> this guy is extremely weak to delay. Uh, it pushes him back one and a half turns. Oh wow! So I got hit. He got one turn. Nice. This guy
2: like he he's got some um he he's, he's got a like evil summoning strong. does a lot of damage.
0: Yeah, he he has huge stats. Uh, he does a lot of damage. Definitely one shot at Anastasia from full health
2: yeah 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 that's pretty much like like the first time i did this fight i i botched like three inputs a, in a row of like the the invisible ring and then anastasia died and then geppetto died and i'm just like you know what i'm just gonna ride this one out till i and then start it again and then i fought it cleanly and it was was a bad
0: if the the invisible ring cannot be 300 percent better to make that worth it
2: I, like I, it doesn't usually bite me too badly like once i like usually if i like for whatever reason, I was just messing it up uh, before, like all just the way the up there. invisible
0: I was... gambler ring, Matt, you only got to hit one of them. <laughs> hey, it's what I've been doing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm still doing still doing technical because I'm a madman.
0: Oh, I'm still doing regular rings because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> not that it matters <laughs> well... that I don't miss them. I'm just saying I'm the one who's only just hit 30 hours, mister. I got lost in the left right dungeon. I don't look. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, but he uh, he can hit you with, uh, like, the magic damage is like, I don't know, like, was getting, getting hit for, like, 250 and then losing 30% special defense in the process. Like, he can hit really hard, uh, if you, especially if you're clustering up with combos and stuff.
0: Yeah, my dude is a master magician, and that has a lot of tricks under its umbrella. Yeah, yeah. He also has access to every element in the game in AoE form. Mm-hmm, yeah.
2: And just... But, like, this is where, like, as soon as I got uh, Sukiyomi, I gave all of my built up um, spirit juice to, uh, to it. And, uh, like, immediately.
0: Uh, what does that mean? Put her, what? What is your built up spirit juice? <laughs> uh, the like Soul Charge. The Soul Charge. Who was the weird rapper in Persona 3 Lotus Juice, but this is holier. S- spirit uh-huh. Juice World.
2: So this is what happens when he stops rapping and then becomes a priest like run. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, like Tsukiyomi was at like level six. And uh, w- when you beat Tsukiyomi, you also get the devil's earrings, which is a, a it gives you um, 20% more physical damage, but you also take 20. I think you also take 20% more physical damage. Yeah. But like, so I had, I had Tsukiyomi at level six who had like with an upgraded weapon had like at least 200 attack. Plus, like, you, you add on top of that the plus 20%, and then mine's eye doubling that. And so it was just doing an insane amount of damage. Uh, but, like, I was too scared to try to use, like, a third key or a fifth key because I would just whiff, like, every other
0: attempt. Oh, the secret to doing a fifth key or a third key is to save state at the top of each ring. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I can't do that on my
2: that, PS2.
0: <laughs> look. All I'm saying, PCSX2 had an update recently, which actually fixes all of my Shadow Hearts problems. Hilariously, <laughs> go figure.
2: But yeah, after uh, after we're done, uh, Garon flees and his pocket dimension fades away. Uh, weirdly enough, uh, the Kawashima uh, father and adopted daughter are just uh, had been knocked out, sitting peacefully in the graveyard. Who knows why they're still alive? Like, cause I, I mean, we don't know why they're trying to kidnap her, right? Like, they haven't really described what the plot is other than maybe he would get, whatever.
0: Kawashima would give up some type of... This is like, going to put a thorn in his plans to conquer Asia because she has claim to things he wants. Oh, I can't, okay. Yeah. But, like,
2: wouldn't he, why would he... Kidnap, or why can't he just assassinate them? Like, does that matter? Like, he looks like he tried to assassinate
0: them. Well, because then you also don't have control over the actual person in charge. I guess so. Yeah.
2: Uh, But anyway, villains are. John Wick. (laughs) Yeah, John Wick is good.
0: It is very good. Fuck with those dogs. Mm -hmm. Except, you know.
2: So the person they came to visit was uh, Naniwa's uh, biological daughter who is buried here. And this is a a hilarious moment where the camera, like Yuri walks up to the grave, camera shows the name in the grave, the camera goes back to Yuri, and then Naniwa says, oh, this is my daughter. And then he goes, oh, I know this person. (laughs) Yeah. It's that person with that exact
0: same name. She was a major NPC in the last game.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Uh, so it's a very much of, like, Yuri should have Im- immediately recognized that name, and instead he has to be explained, oh, this is a person who was in the army with this okay, name. Okay,
0: but we're talking about the guy who can't figure out that he killed Joachim's brother. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
2: Is he dead? Like, he's not canonically dead, is he? I mean, they're undead, it's questionable. Oh, that's fair, that is fair. They are already dead, to some degree. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> Neo Yoshiko asked, um asks Yuri, uh, did you know her? What was she like? And his response was uh, short and sweet. She just said she was very smart and very brave. I think sometimes she might have pushed herself too hard, but she was a good person. And Yoshiko, the younger, uh, simply goes, thank you. And they leave two flowers on the
3: grave.
0: It's a touching scene. It's, It's very much the difference between how Yuri remembers this character versus Kato refusing to give her up. Mm -hmm. And again, I am still not the fondest of what they do to multiple characters from the prior game, turning one into a saint, despite being the final boss, and the other into the man who wants to destroy the world. Great. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the man who wants to destroy the world. Because we cut to elsewhere where Nikolai is strapped to the torture machine from Metal Gear Solid One. No one ever talks about the man who bought the world. No, because that's just <laughs> Jeff Bezos. And that guy has no personality. You can't write a song about him. I can't believe you just no butted me. <laughs> You're right. I did. <laughs> How your does it feel, last. Chris? We know. How it. does it feel? Whatever. I was like your joke, I thought my joke was funny. <laughs> Damn. So uh Kato rolls up and joins this game's Doctor Hojo to ask how things are going. I said it earlier. I can't find any historical figure that these guys are both a reference to. Two different studios made two eugenic adjacent madmen experiment on humans and dogs and gave them the same name. It's weird. The yeah. whole purpose of this experiment is they want to rip Asmodeus out of Nikolai because, like Nikolai said, He's too strong of a vessel. He has enough willpower to control the soul at WMD. And Kado's idea here is, we're going to put Asmodeus into a dog to cause the end of the world. Uh And Hojo even says, look, I get where you're coming from, but I don't think this is going to work out how you think it's going to work out. Mm (laughs)
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It does not work out like how he thinks it's going to work out. Yeah. Uh, the torture increases, red lightning arcs from Nikolai to the dog, and the dog immediately fucking dies because why wouldn't it? It's it's it very over. rough. Uh, the, <laughs> that was what mm, his last mm. words were. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as soon as I said that, I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty brutal. And then it gets weird.
0: Yeah. So Raiden and Hien walk into the room to, they, oh, they literally I it. pick up the corpse to carry it off. And then the dog just parasite eaves into a were twink and everything goes to hell. <laughs> Which also so, has
2: like a face under like in its chest.
0: Hell yeah. 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 All the monster designs fucking rule. It does. Uh, Kado forgive forbids the apes from fighting back and tells them get out of the room. But this nearly gets Hien killed before Uka bursts in and psychically smashes the beast to the ground. And it just teleports somewhere as retaliation. Mm-hmm. Kato proceeds to smack the hell out of Uka and tells her he will absolutely murder her if she disobeys him a second time. I wonder how his wife died. Eesh, they weren't. That's the thing. They weren't even partners. Yeah, yeah. Kato was literally just fucking simping for this army woman. That's it. Oh they never god. had a relationship. Oh my god.
2: Yeah, kind of this is all. E yeah, it's not good.
0: It's, yeah, it's a thing. So, um, he he sends the three apes out into the world to find the dog beast and says if they encounter it, it's not to be hurt.
2: Which is funny, given what ends up happening.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what ends up happening with it? Uh, like the the just a spoiler
2: for next episode. The first thing that happens is you fight this thing and you kill it. <laughs>
0: Oh okay. I assumed we were going <laughs> to run into the apes and kill them. Uh, you you actually or well, team you know, up I'm with gonna, them? You team up with them? Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. It's going to be a thing. We get a second cutscene. Uh, this one is extremely dumb. Uh, this is a flashback. Uh, Yuri's father. Uh, I'm not going to read that. Ben Hayuga. Jim Pacuro. Okay. Ben Hayuga was a disciple of Naniwa's. Uh, we see him leaving and taking the family with him on some of the early events of Shadow Hearts 1 and the mission that led to his death. Very confused with the whole Yuri's dad is Satan thing. It's, it's canon. It's prior canon. Uh, we cut back to Naniwa's estate in the present. Yuri and Karen have left to take his mind off the events of the last game and all that shit that went down with his family. And Naniwa's family that he was uh, in part responsible for. As a result, nobody is watching Joachim and Anastasia, who decide to look around the town unattended.
2: Oh, this uh, the... this just reminded me of a bit that we didn't mention, which is Anastasia introduces Karen as Anne to uh, to Naniwa, and it, 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 she was like, "Oh, I didn't want to tell him you were German." <laughs> yeah, uh, but then but then Yuri goes. On like Anne was my mother's name, and I go, oh no, <laughs> yeah, because uh, that 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 has implications, doesn't it, Fletch?
0: Teeny
2: bit, like that. that isn't that isn't that? It what does come off just like a dumb
0: joke. Yeah, it's it's basically just a dumb joke, but there's a little more to things later. We'll go there. Yeah, yeah. There are a well, lot of good dumb jokes in this game. Uh, <laughs> There are a lot of good dumb jokes in this game. There are a lot of bad jokes, period. There's a lot of bad jokes. I'm going to try this one. The town of Nihonbashi is about as large as the surroundings of the Russian palace were, and as full of colorful characters. Not Gorbachev, though. Mm -hmm. We'll leave. Not this time. Gorbachev is a shop owner, by the way. He's just just an NPC, by the way, Gwen. (laughs) Also, Chagall's there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'll leave off with the discovery that Joachim's master has moved his ring here to Japan, and now we can earn the next move in his progression. Uh, If you don't kill him in five turns, he uses a fifth key on you, uh, which probably kills you even if you're guarding. Oh, yeah, Uh, it wrecks shop. It it does also 400 damage. You could probably live if you did resist instead of defense. You'd be berserk. I don't know if you could win or not. Can you get the move if you win in a berserk state? Like if you resist the fifth key? Oh, yeah. Probably if you you survive, you just probably don't. You just don't get experience. Yeah. Mm.
2: Okay. which isn't that much experience anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's the same as if you clear a boss that way. You don't get a reward, but you've still killed the boss. Well, I just didn't know if that was like an additional condition of the side quest. No, it sets the flag. And we're specifically just cutting out here because there is an entire extra chain of cutscenes and a boss right after. Yep. Mm. Let's hit up party chat. I opened up water with the most recent soul drop uh, maxed out fire. Water is at like level five. Uh, new party is Yuri, Anastasia, Geppetto and Corando. Corando's uh, at level seven already uh, just cause that's the last ability. I don't know if he goes up to 10. I didn't really look. He goes up to 10. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, I, I
2: have him at 10 right
0: now. Definitely wish I had done those side quests before we left Japan. Cause I am missing all of the defensive arc buffs and uh, really wish I had that snapshot all upgrade. <clears throat> Good news! Yeah. At the end of next episode, you will be free to travel about the world in the Baconmobile again. Okay, but is next episode a regular episode or a mega episode? Regular episode. <laughs> just checking. it. I, I you know what? Uh, there's not uh, a lot of content on disc two. No,
2: no, it seems pretty short, relatively. <laughs> yeah, like the, I, I gotta say, one thing I I learned in the uh, in the Mikasa dungeon is that the snapshot skill. Only works if Anastasia's in the party, because like yeah, yeah, I I didn't I mean I mean like what I mean no. is like you don't even know you don't even know what the stats are of the other enemies when you're in a party that oh, doesn't have oh. her, really. Yeah, yeah, because I, I definitely, the first thing I did with Anastasia when I saw new enemies in the, in the dungeon is I, I'm like, oh, I have a fo- uh, like, I have the lens now. I could hit all of them at once. I hit them all at once. I'm like, cool, I can see them now. And then I switch parties, and then everything is back to question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> I wonder
0: so it, oh, if that's I... only in that dungeon because um, Anastasia isn't in any of your possible parties
2: yeah i think that's i think that's what it is is in the menu she's not a part of that group and therefore her skill her buff isn't there but like what a weird oversight
1: so try it in another dungeon and tell me what's up with that (sighs) real quick let me i gotta say something about the mikasa dungeon okay um mikasa Sukasa. i already made that joke Damn it. Well like... I you know
2: what? I was waiting for my chance to do it and then Chris beat me to it, so I didn't say it, but I
0: was. Thinking just need it.
1: to, it's, it's just too funny.
0: It is <laughs> very we, funny. We were all thinking it.
1: Hey, uh, what's your party look like at this point in time, Gwen? Um <laughs> it's a black screen. Okay. Because the game is off. <laughs> oh, I see, because <laughs> you're playing
0: pcsx 2 and the entire screen except for the judgment ring goes black whenever you go to do anything with it. <laughs> uh-huh. Which is the only emulation bug that I have now.
2: Yeah, but that's a pretty distracting one, I can imagine.
0: No, it's not. There's even less to look at. Honestly, it makes Uh. the ring way easy because nothing is happening on the screen to distract you from looking at it.
2: Every time I've watched, like, emulator footage, it it bothers me every time I see that. And I know it's, like, it's not a big deal, but, like, I'm glad I'm not dealing with that. It
0: is fixable, Mm -hmm. but I would have to use software rendering mode instead of, uh, and it won't address my, like, uh, my two ten eighties at that point. So I'd have to turn everything way down. Yeah. Emulation is cool. Emulation <laughs> is cool. PS2 emulation is improving, but it's definitely one of the bigger trash fires. Mm-hmm. Uh, the RetroArch for, core for it is great as long as your game is supported. Otherwise, it is a disaster. Mm-hmm. And this is yeah. much better than where it was like two or three years ago. So
1: PCSX2 mm-hmm. is very good now as of the most recent update. And as always, you can't play ROMs unless you legally own the game. Internet, so we're all legally covered. Nope, just gonna and... pirate this game because it's hundred and fifty dollars used.
2: I paid like forty bucks for mine.
0: Too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a bit much. Never pay more than twenty bucks for a video game. Never pay twenty bucks. There's a there's the uh, handy adjusted one. It's about twenty eight dollars now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with inflation. But
2: yeah, uh, so I, I, I'm running the same party as you, Chris, Yuri, Anastasia, uh, Geppetto and Corando, And uh, yeah, I as soon as I got Corando, I got him up to level six. And now, like, I, I fought the boss, like little boss stretch right after this. He's at level 10. So he's maxed out. For Yuri, I have I did the four soul drops that we had for um, Earth guy, light guy, fire guy and wind guy. I'm missing one. There's only four you can get up to this point, I think. think, Although I I did hear there's... There's one that you're supposed to get in the Foreigner's Graveyard, I think, but I didn't see it. No, I'm missing Lucky Chest. I'm missing the
0: uh, Lucky Chest one is what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, There's only four so far you can have.
2: Okay. Yeah, so, like... But of of the Fusions, I, like, stopped using... I was using Amon for most of it, and then I started using... um, Earth guy just because he has even higher attack. Uh but also like Amon's like um Not his combo, good. his his five-hit combo like misses one hit almost every single time on like light enemies. It's very
0: frustrating. What if I were to tell you there is something better than Amon, a uh, neo-amon it. of sorts? Uh-huh.
2: Oh, I'm sure that's I saw that's coming. <laughs> I saw that on the wiki.
0: What's yeah. the other one called? The uh super one? Dark Seraphim or whatever? Yeah, Yeah, I believe it's Sarah. Shout out to how Neo Amon has a move called Die Scumbag. Yeah, very good. Also, fuck you, whoever wrote that game fact for the Fusion Guide, where your stats table, they're broken out per summon by name by stat, rather than here's the summon and all of its max stats. You have to look at a table for every stat.
3: That's
0: terrible. That's the worst way you could do that.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: That's yeah. absolutely terrible. But I guess if you're trying to min max,
2: yeah. Um, but yeah, I like. I'm very glad that before I started any of this, like I, I decided to do like the side quest sweep. So like I picked up, yeah, I picked up the, the Asmodeus crest. Like I, I, did all of the uh, the trials that I could do uh, Solomon's trials, and like refighting Asmodeus what, or Astaroth was super easy when I like had two people with Mind's Eye. Like, I, I'm definitely not going to take mine's eye off my my two brawlers because it just does so much damage.
0: I could not have possibly gotten them done and still been done in time for the episode. hmm.
2: Yeah, it's you could end up spending a lot of time just backtracking. Like, I definitely had to go back into a couple of dungeons to pick up crests and and other stuff.
0: Wrapping it up, any closing thoughts on this section of the game? It irritates me less now that I have internalized when and where everything is to the point that it's like, all right, next time, two hours in, I'm going to get freedom again, and then I'm going to mess around on the world map with all the new tower stuff.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: It is interesting to me, as an outside observer, how often uh, joy is brought to you guys from this game by (laughs) relieving you of stress. (laughs) I actually... really carries what would otherwise be a subpar title i Mm -hmm.
0: like this this is like the kind of game that this podcast is about which is like interesting seven to eight out of tens
2: (laughs) like you know just this kind of reminds me of like i just the other day i saw like my my wife just picked a show on um on netflix i think it was netflix to watch and i think it's uh, it's called the great and it's about Catherine the Great of Russia. No,
1: it's Hulu. Get your streaming It's, Hulu. Sorry, it's Hulu. Is right or you are banned <laughs> from this great era of television.
2: I'm sorry. I like I didn't I didn't remember Uh, like the yeah, that that show is such a weird mismatch of like trying to be funny, but trying to be dark. Like it, it, it feels like a weird genre mashup that doesn't quite work, but I can't look away. And this game kind of feels that way, <laughs> like just front to back. But also like and we, we skipped some of like the weird goofy shit that like doesn't really work at all. Like how Anastasia has a huge crush on Corando, and, and it just doesn't work uh, the way they really they won't sh- matter. It's extremely cartoonish in a way that's just this isn't funny or charming. This is just embarrassing. Uh,
1: I hope I hope in my life as a historical figure, people eventually wish to write fan fiction about me 100 years after my death. After my brutal assassination.
0: that That's
2: the most anyone could hope to
0: achieve. I guarantee there's already weird fan fiction about me, and I'm not even fucking dead.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's called Weeb Simpsons.
0: Dude, yes, that's still <laughs> offensive every time I get called out by that account.
1: <laughs> Don't you mean Boko no Academia?
2: <sighs>
0: uh-huh. Uh,
1: yeah. I didn't realize that
0: his daughter is a fucking voice actress now.
1: She was in Greek, along with um, (laughs) the guy who went on to be in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and Clark Duke, Michael Sarah's writing partner. Huh. Look at how much I know about Greek, an ABC family TV show from 10 years ago.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I only knew this because um, Bob Mackie's What a Cartoon interviewed her because they sent her around. I didn't know she was the daughter on Rick and Morty now.
1: (laughs) Yep, Rick and Morty. Uh, that, that and she is um, uh, Kelsey Grammer's daughter. Did yeah, we that's, say that who, that's who
0: we're talking about. Yeah, we're referring to Spencer Grammer's daughter. <laughs> I suppose if you do not have that context, this makes no sense.
1: No.
2: Well, anyway, speaking of things that make no sense, you can reach out to us on Facebook. Facebook.com <laughs> forward slash light X thrice. No one does. But Good. if you would... I Why don't you delete
0: it. it so I can delete that from this document and save three seconds every time we record our podcast.
2: I, you know, you know I, I don't know. Well, uh, the
1: media is the devil.
2: We had one guy uh, ask us if we could do Final Fantasy twelve, and I told him, hey, maybe someday. <laughs> and, that, and that was the entirety of what, that, and like when we got really popular in, like, Indonesia was for like a month. It was the Philippines, that's what it was, yeah. mm they're all the same to you, huh, Matt? No, I just couldn't remember. <laughs> Sorry. Too easy. Um, so, yeah, plugs. Uh, Gwen, do you have anything to plug?
1: Yeah, if you love my JRPG opinions, uh, too bad. This is the only place to get them. So that was it.
0: Uh, <laughs> That's kidding. Okay. The, the next person on our podcast uh, also disliked it, but also spite beat the entire game in a day or two.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, know, and then I immediately the two days after that sent me a screenshot of the credits to Zeno
1: Saga <laughs> uh-huh. wow. hey, what is wrong with them um, <laughs> I was given the advice to start with a new game plus file and I was like ah no I gotta do this legit and pff, bad move
2: mm-hmm. even with a new game plus file it would, have taken you, it would have taken you a while to get to this point anyway 28 yeah.
1: hours 20, oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't even have that many hours in a week that's why I told you two you months want, ahead. If you... <laughs> if you want to support me at being cool, I'm working on an album, gwenstatic.bandcamp or whatever the fuck, however that works. Uh, you can find it. Googling works.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll ask for a link when we uh, put this up for the show. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get a link. Um, yeah,
2: Bocano Stop,
0: premium okay. and free. Hey, is this your uh, Reddit account that shows up first before your Bandcamp account? What's, what the fuck happened now? I think he Googled when static.
1: I did. Oh, there's some other uh, lady who uh, mm-hmm. is a Second Life mod. Huh. Well then. Posted to our. am going to put it
2: in
0: the show notes. IOTA is a quantum <laughs> robust distributed ledger protocol launched in 2015. Yeah. I'm, v- I'm proud of you that you don't know what IOTA is, Chris. Of course I don't, because I don't fucking hate myself. Well, not that much guess who does everyone else uh me I, it's me i hate myself
3: <laughs>
0: um. yeah uh
2: other shows on the network that i am on boku no stop both the free and premium versions uh we're about to start the season we're gonna do uh, cyborg zero zero nine if you are a patron uh you could hear us talk about a whole lot of things uh but most sucks, recently our Bous-
0: podcast is over fletcher it, you know what? If it sucks, I will immediately stop running the show and just submit to whatever seasons you guys come up with. After Idion, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think you're going to like this. It's the most cool. modern thing we've done by a mile. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, Battlestar Galactica was good, though. We we Hell yeah, watched was. that. That was for uh, the patrons could get that. Patrons could get our Shin Godzilla five-hour epic, which Fletch <sighs> reminded me of the other day. That was that was fun. That's a good movie. Butcher edited the um,
0: podcast, but then gave up right at the end and didn't do volume leveling, so it's bad to listen to. You edit five tracks over five hours and tell me you're not going to phone in some of it. I would do eh. that first. <laughs> the problem is, if you do that and then remove coughs and things, you have to re-level because there's no longer high peaks. That's fine. I don't care about that. It just yeah, needs I to sound set... why I'm the editor and not you.
2: Well, that that's why I, like, I usually just set like the level, listen to it to see what the RMS is, and keep it within a reasonable range for every voice. And then usually I have compressors on and gates and limiters and stuff. So it doesn't peak too much. But anyway. You guys try too hard.
0: <laughs> I, I try, try to way too hard fine, for this show. Great. I literally get paid for this. I have
1: to try harder. That's fair.
2: But yeah, and also uh, the other... Uh, version of Boku no stop we are watching Jojo's we are in season two that is the Stardust Crusaders arc it is no, is it yeah it is season two yeah yeah season one was the first two arcs oh diamond is the long one okay diamonds yeah yeah we're 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 in Stardust Crusaders uh and that's interesting I'm not sure how I feel about it yet it but it
0: they just met the butan tape it we sucks. just met the, oh <laughs> fuck that. Guy. Yeah. I love that they did, they recorded it right before this so I came in for this show as they were very disgruntled. This this has been ape week. On lots of ape content. pitch drop, which yeah. is better yeah. than lots of Nazi content, I guess. <laughs> That's true. Prime ape content. Fucking simultaneously talking about Black Lagoon and General Stroheim too many Nazis in a year. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, Fletch. Yeah. Uh, I am around here again. Boku no Stop Free is technically my show on the network. I do a lot of editing for the Riceball Network of Podcasts, where there are new things coming in 2020, because we are all idiots who have decided to use Lockup to start new shows. Cool. Oh, uh, if you like objectionable content, you can listen to Magmar Sucks, uh, the stack ranking of all Pokémon based explicitly only on how interesting their Pokédex text is and that's all until next time. when we'll be talking about something. I wrote schedule? you notes. That's not good enough for me. When does it end? I told you two to three hours.
2: <laughs> when we, when we leave Japan okay. again.
0: Okay. No, I'm trying to find the schedule breakpoint So listeners know what these stretch being taught, discussed is. Thank God I pinned it. I'm going to unpin Matt's thing and repin my thing. That way. Mine's first. We're going to the quinky fight. To the left. Koenki, that's the boss. You're okay. welcome. We're going to that. Goodbye. Make <laughs> 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 Making Matt leave that in. <laughs>
1: Of the great empire of Nippon
3: Huh? What?
1: You who would
3: do harm to my country You and Kawashima's Little dog Kurando I'll send you all to hell What's the matter? Are you so afraid That you cannot speak? Gross You'll pay for that!